For I've had enough of this world and its pleasures. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. I will arise and go forth to the house of my father. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. House of my young. Shalom, and welcome to today's teaching on the Hebraic roots of Christianity, where we study first century Christianity and the faith that Jesus, whose Hebrew name is Yeshua, which means salvation, taught his disciples. And now, Hebraic roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International. Shalom. I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject was the Torah nailed to the cross? This is part six of the series. So continuing in Paul's analogy regarding how we live our lives unto Yeshua and how we minister to others in applying the Torah that was written at Mount Sinai upon tablets of stone, which represented the Torah being received upon stony hearts, versus the new covenant where the Torah is written on a fleshly heart by the Holy Spirit, Paul continues by saying in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 7, But if the ministration of death, written and engraved in stones, that is a stony heart, was glorious, so that the children of Israel could not steadfastly behold the face of Moses for the glory of his countenance, which glory was to be done away with. So what's done away with in Messiah and the New Covenant? stony hearts in ministering to others with a stony heart. So now we can see the biblical principle that there are different levels of glory. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 35, it is written, But some men will say, How are the dead raised up, and with what body do they come? So Paul is answering the question, What kind of resurrected body will believers in Yeshua as the Messiah have? So he answers the question by saying, in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 40, There are celestial bodies, there are bodies terrestrial. But the glory of the celestial is one, and the glory of the terrestrial is another. Continuing in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 41, There is one glory of the sun, another glory of the moon, another glory of the stars, for one star differs from another star in glory. So Paul concludes the answer to his question by saying in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 42, so also is the resurrection of the dead. So Paul was saying that believers in Yeshua as the Messiah will all receive resurrected bodies, but not all believers in Messiah will have the same level of glory. Because in Messiah, in the New Covenant, with the Torah written upon our heart, with the help of the Holy Spirit, the ministry of death on a stony heart is to pass away in our lives. Once again, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 7. But if the ministration of death, written and engraved in stones, was glorious, so that the children of Israel could not steadfastly behold the face of Moses for the glory of his countenance, which glory was to be done away. So let's see that the ministry of death is a stony heart. 
Exodus chapter 31, verse 18. And he gave unto Moses, when he had made an end of communing with him upon Mount Sinai, two tables of testimony, tables of stone, written with the finger of God. So when that Torah, expressed through the Ten Commandments, was written on tables of stone, which was prophetic of it being written upon the stony hearts of his people, because of impatience that Moses took a while to come down from the mount after being with the God of Israel. The children of Israel worshipped the golden calf. We can see this in Exodus chapter 32 verse 7 as it is written. And the Lord said to Moses, Go, get you down for your people which you brought out of the land of Egypt. They have corrupted themselves. Continuing Exodus chapter 32 verse 8, They have turned aside quickly out of the way which I commanded them, and they have made them a molten calf and have worshipped it. So a stony heart breaks the Torah, even as Moses broke the stone tablets. Exodus chapter 32 verse 19 it is written, And it came to pass as soon as he came near the camp, that he saw the calf and the dancing, and Moses' anger waxed hot, and he cast the tables out of his hand, and he brake them beneath the mount. We're told in Psalm chapter 95 verse 10 that the children of Israel in the wilderness erred in their heart because they had stony hearts, as it is written. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation and said, It is a people that err in their heart, and they have not known my ways. So the God of Israel is not pleased with a stony heart, and he has to perform heart surgery upon that stony heart. He has to remove the stony heart and replace it with the heart of flesh and write his Torah upon a heart of flesh by his spirit. We can see this in Ezekiel chapter 36 verse 26. A new heart will I give you, a new spirit will I put within you. I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh, which is the new covenant. Because the new covenant is the Torah written upon our hearts. In Ezekiel 36 verse 27 it is written, I'll put my spirit within you, and cause you to walk in my statutes, to keep my judgments, and to do them. And this is how Paul testified how he followed the Torah in expressing his faith in Yeshua as the Messiah in Romans chapter 7 verse 22, as it is written, For I delight in the Torah of God after the inward man. So now Paul goes on to explain that in being believers in Yeshua as the Messiah, we become his servants in his kingdom. And we are laborers for his kingdom, to give glory to him and to bear fruit for his kingdom. So that is why we must pay attention to how we live our lives and how we minister and show forth Messiah in our lives to others. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 9, it is written, For we are laborers together with God, and you are God's husbandry, and you are God's building. Continuing in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 10, According to the grace of God which is given unto me, I have laid the foundation, and another builds thereon. But let every man take heed how he builds thereon. So what Paul was saying is he is ministering Messiah to believers in Yeshua at Corinth, and he's laying the foundation for them regarding how they should live their lives unto Yeshua in the proper way to follow his Torah by his Spirit. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 11, Paul writes, For other foundation can no man lay than that which is laid, which is Yeshua the Messiah. In other words, all things must be centered and based upon Yeshua the Messiah. So now Paul is explaining that once we have our foundation in Yeshua, we need to make sure 
that we properly build upon that foundation. So once we have the foundation of Messiah, we can build with a stony heart or we can build by the spirit of the Torah. If we do it by the spirit of the Torah, we will produce gold, silver, precious stone. But if we do it with a stony heart, wood, hay, and stubble. And God will try our hearts in the motive and the sincerity of our heart, which is trying our work by fire. So Paul explains this in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 12 and 13. Now if any man built upon this foundation, gold, silver, precious stone, wood, hay, stubble, every man's work or motive will be made manifest because it will be revealed by fire. God will reveal the thought and the intent of the heart. And the fire will try every man's work of what sort it is. In other words, your motive behind your behavior. He continues in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 14 and 15. If any man's work abide which he has built thereupon, the foundation being Messiah, an abiding work is living your life in ministering unto others, Yeshua, by the spirit of the Torah, he will receive a reward. However, if any man's work be burned, he believes in Messiah, and he lives his life and ministers to others through a stony heart, he will suffer loss. Loss of what? Loss of reward. But he himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire, because he built his foundation on Messiah in receiving Yeshua as his Savior and Lord. So once again, Paul is making a Torah analogy, or he's doing a Midrash, on how we live our lives, how we show Messiah to others, how we build upon the foundation of believing in Yeshua as the Messiah, that if we do so with a stony heart, it has a glory, because if you trust and believe in Yeshua as the Messiah, that brings a glory. However, if you don't live your life and show Yeshua to others and follow the Torah by the Spirit with the things that you do being done with a pure heart, then we will have no reward. So in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 7, But if the ministration of death, how we live our lives, and show forth Messiah to others, is done or written and engraved in stones, or a stony heart, is glorious, because we believe in Yeshua as the Messiah, so that the children of Israel could not steadfastly behold the face of Moses for the glory of his countenance, because when Yeshua died on the tree, it was a glorious work under the God of Israel, which glory was to be done away, which means, after we accept Yeshua as Messiah, if we live our lives unto him with a stony heart, we lose out on rewards. So in the prophetic picture, after the children of Israel worshipped the golden calf, and Moses took the Ten Commandments and broke them, foreshadowing when the Torah is received upon a stony heart, we break the Torah, Moses then went up under the mountain to meet with God again to receive a second set of tablets, this foreshadowing the new covenant in the Torah written upon a heart of flesh by the Holy Spirit. In Exodus chapter 34 verse 1 it is written, And the Lord said to Moses, Hew thee two tables of stone like unto the first, and I will write upon these tables the words that were in the first tables which you broke. Continuing in Exodus chapter 34 verses 2 and 3, And be ready in the morning and come up in the morning unto Mount Sinai and present yourself there to me in the top of the mount and no man shall come up with you. So what Paul was referring to is that the face of Moses shone when he returned from Mount Sinai. Exodus chapter 34 verse 29. And it came to pass when Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tables of testimony in Moses' hand 
when he came down from the mount, that Moses didn't know that the skin of his face shone while he talked with them. Exodus chapter 34 verse 30 it is written, And when Aaron and all the children of Israel saw Moses, behold, the skin of his face shone, and they were afraid to come near him. So this is the event that Paul was making a reference to in 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 7 when he said, But if the ministration of death written and engraved in stones was glorious, so that the children of Israel could not steadfastly behold the face of Moses for the glory of his countenance, which glory was to be done away, so the glory of the ministry of death, when we do things with stony hearts, with impure motives, and do it to please men, it has no reward. It will fade away. Matthew chapter 7 verse 1. Take heed that you do not your alms before men to be seen of them. Otherwise you have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. So in John chapter 7 verse 16 and verse 18 Yeshua explains. Yeshua answered them and said, My doctrine is not mine but him that sent me. He that speaks of himself seeks his own glory. And when you seek your own glory that glory will fade away. It has no eternal reward. We can see how the glory of the ministry of death of a stony heart fades away in Acts chapter 12 verse 23 as it is written. And immediately the angel of the Lord smote him because he gave not God the glory. Paul explained this principle in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 29 that no flesh should glory in his presence and then in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 21 therefore let no man glory in men. So when we have Yeshua as our foundation, in other words, when we've repented of our sins and accepted Yeshua as our Savior and Lord, when we live our lives and serve Him and minister to others following His Torah by the Spirit with a pure heart, that has eternal reward or eternal glory. In 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 8 and 9, Paul wrote, How shall not the ministration of the Spirit be rather glorious? For if the ministration of condemnation had a glory, in other words, if you receive glory because you accept Yeshua as the Messiah, much more does the ministration of righteousness, that is loving Yeshua, keeping his commandments, doing good to others, loving your neighbors yourself, helping others, serving others, producing the fruit of the Spirit, that's the ministration of righteousness. This has a greater glory. So Yeshua refers to this concept in John chapter 7 verse 16 and verse 18 as it is written Yeshua answered them and said my doctrine is not mine but his that sent me but he that seeks his glory that sent him that is if we do things for the glory of God and his kingdom the same is true and no unrighteousness is in him that is why Paul taught in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 31 whether you eat or drink or whatever you do do it for the glory of God don't seek your own glory. Don't try to please men. So Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 31, that according as it is written, he that glories, let him glory in the Lord. So this is the analogy, the Torah Midrash, that Paul was explaining as he continues in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 11. For if that which is done away was glorious, in other words, we receive a glory when we accept Yeshua as the Messiah. However, much more that which remains is glorious. If now we live our lives unto Yeshua, keeping his commandments, serving others, loving others, producing the fruit of the Spirit, having eternal reward, that is a greater glory. Because as we're told in 1 John chapter 2 verse 17, the world passes away in the lust thereof, but he that does the will of God 
abides forever. So the ministry of death, a stony heart, is stony because there's a veil upon the heart. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 13. And not as Moses, which put a veil over his face, that the children of Israel could not steadfastly look to the end of that which is abolished. Now Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 15. But even unto this day, when Moses is read, the veil is upon their heart. So Paul associates the veil upon the face of Moses to a veil being upon the heart. So Paul is explaining the heart attitude and the motive behind our actions and how we live our lives under Yeshua and minister to others in this Midrash, comparing it to a stony heart versus the spirit of the Torah. Now Paul was referring to Exodus chapter 34 verse 32 and verse 33 as it is written. And afterward all the children of Israel came nigh and he gave them in commandment all that the Lord had spoken with him in Mount Sinai. Until Moses had done speaking with them, he put a veil on his face. Not only the heart, but the minds of the ministry of death is blinded. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 14, Paul explains, but their minds were blinded. So he's talking about a veil over the heart and having your minds blinded. So a problem with the heart, a problem with the mind. A stony heart, a carnal mind. Which Paul said in Romans chapter 8, verse 7, cannot please God. Because in Romans chapter 8, verse 8, when you have a veil over your heart and you have a carnal mind, you're walking after the flesh. So the deaf and the blind don't follow the Torah, or they do so with a stony heart. Isaiah chapter 42, verses 18 and 19. Hear ye deaf, and look you blind, that you may see. Who is blind but my servant, or deaf as my messenger that I send? Who is blind as he that is perfect, and blind as the Lord's servant? So why is the Lord's messenger and servant deaf and blind? The answer is in Isaiah chapter 42 verse 24 as it is written. Who gave Jacob for a spoil and Israel to the robbers? Did not the Lord, he against whom we have sinned? For they would not walk in his ways, neither were they obedient unto his Torah. So Paul explained how the minds of the ministry of death is blinded, Romans chapter 8 verse 7, because the carnal mind is an enmity against God. It is not subject to the Torah of God, neither indeed can be. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 19, for the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. So Paul explains that the life in the ministry of death, which is a stony heart, has a veil upon the heart. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verses 14 and 15. But their minds were blinded, for until this day remains the same veil untaken away in the reading of the Old Testament, which veil is done away in Messiah. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 15. For even unto this day, when Moses is read the Torah, the veil is upon their heart. So we can have a veil upon our heart and not believe that Yeshua is the Messiah, or we can believe in Yeshua as a Messiah, and still be carnally minded. And that is still a form of a veil because our behaviors and actions and motives of our heart would still be stony. So a veiled heart either cannot believe in Yeshua or a veiled heart does not follow his Torah by the Spirit. Luke chapter 24 verse 25. Then he said unto them, O fools, and so of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. We can see this in John chapter 6, verses 63 and 64, as it is written. It is the spirit that quickens. The flesh profits nothing. And the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. 
but there are some of you that believe not. So the ministry of life removes the veil upon the heart. When we follow Torah by the Spirit, we serve others, we give to others, we love others as ourself. And when we do things with pure hearts and pure motives, by the Spirit of God, there is no veil upon our heart. So in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 14 and verse 16, it is written, But their minds were blinded, for unto this day remains the same veil untaken away in the reading of the Old Testament, which veil is done away in Messiah. Nevertheless, when it shall turn to the Lord, the veil shall be taken away. So the veil is taken away by the Spirit of God, in obeying the Spirit of God. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 Verse 17, now the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, so when we minister by the spirit of the Torah, the veil that covers the stony heart is taken away, and the things that we do is done with a pure heart unto the God of Israel, for his glory and the glory of his kingdom. In Luke chapter 24, verse 27, it is written, And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Continuing in Luke chapter 24, verses 31 and 32, And their eyes were opened, and they said one to another, Did not our hearts burn within us while he opened to us the scriptures? So it is the Spirit of God and yielding to the Spirit of God, following the Torah by the Spirit that removes the veil upon the heart. John chapter 15, verse 26, but when the Comforter is come, even the Spirit of Truth, he will testify of me. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 3. No one can say that Yeshua is Lord, but by the Holy Spirit. Back to 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of liberty. Luke chapter 4, verses 16 and 17. And he came to Nazareth. He went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah, and he found the place where it was written. Luke chapter 4 verse 18, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to set at liberty them that are bruised. So the Spirit of the law, or following the Torah by the Holy Spirit, sets the captive free. James chapter 1 verse 25 it is written, But whosoever looks into the perfect law of liberty, the Torah of liberty, so the Torah is liberty, and the Spirit of God is liberty. So following the Torah by the Spirit is liberty. And continues, a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. So we live our lives and minister to others by the Spirit of the Torah. And if we do, we'll be doers of the Torah. And we will give to others, serve others, lay down our life for others, love others, for the purpose of helping others and setting the captive free. And in doing so, we will be blessed and eternally rewarded for our deeds. So following the Torah by the Holy Spirit results in doing the deeds of the Torah by love. Galatians chapter 5 verse 22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love. Galatians chapter 5 verse 23, for brethren, you've been called unto liberty. The Torah is liberty. The Spirit of God is liberty. So we've been called to follow the Torah by the Spirit of God, only use not your faith in Messiah, use not your liberty for an occasion of the flesh. Well, that's going to conclude part six of the series on the subject, Was the Torah Nailed to the Cross? Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen.
Thank you, Eddie. This is Stephen Morgan, and all of us here at Hebraic Heritage Ministries pray that you have enjoyed today's teaching. If you've been blessed, will you help us to share this message with others? Hebraic Heritage Ministries is supported by your generous financial gifts. In order to help you in your studies and to help us share this message with others, we are offering today the DVD, Yeshua the Lawgiver, for free for a love gift of any amount to the ministry. Hebraic Heritage Ministries also offers a monthly discipleship program. If you are interested in starting a fellowship group in your area, let us know. We would like to help you. Please contact us for more details. Our website is hebroots.org. That's H-E-B-R-O-O-T-S dot O-R-G. We would like to hear from you. Please send us an email. Finally, in order to take advantage of today's free offer, please mention this product offer and... Please mail your love gift to Hebraic Heritage Ministries, P.O. Box 81, Strasburg, that's S-T-R-A-S-B-U-R-G, Ohio, 44680. Until next time, may Yeshua richly bless you.